Wait, wait, watch, wait, patient. You can't rush creation. The 97. And we're back. This is episode six of the Grits and Eggs podcast. I am your host, Deontay Kyle. Coming in live from Columbus, Ohio. I'm out here on 34-hour reset for those who are not truckers, which means I have to shut down the truck for 32, 34 hours. So I can reset my clock back to 70 hours. <clears throat> Work the rest of the week. No problemo. Um, I am doing great, guys. I'm doing great. And I miss my family, but... You know, you got to make sacrifices, you know, so you can do things better. Do what you want to do, you know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do now so you can do what you want to do later. That All that jazz, you feel me? <laughs> um, Let's start off the pod like this, man. Let's start this off like this. breathe guys center yourself and allow yourself to jump into that timeline of abundance okay we can look at the world around us and all its problems and get engulfed in that shit or we can look within ourselves and see what we want to see within ourselves and how we want to express ourselves in the world yes there are very real problems in this physical world but we still operate in the spiritual world we still operate in a mental realm as well so let's get our mentals right. Let's get our spirits right. Let's navigate this physical world the best way we know how. I, for one, am no longer partaking in doom and gloom business. I'm partaking in the business of abundance, prosperity, good health, good wealth, great family. That's how I'm kicking it. And with that being said, uh, you know, I want to say, you know, I don't know this man, you know, DC Young Fly, but I I have been watching him for years on the Internet. Um, He's a funny dude, but more than any of that, you know, his stuff that he's done has made him successful. 85 Shop Show is in my rotation of podcasts all the time. I think those guys do great work. I like how they reach back and give back to the community. Um and his his i don't know if that's his wife but i know that was his girlfriend and they had three kids together and she passed away due to uh complications from a surgery and i want to send out my condolences to them uh she left behind three kids and her man and of course her family so my condolences goes out to that family and um i i see that a lot of people are using this as an opportunity to talk about the woes of plastic surgery and talk about identity problems and self-esteem that's not the time for that okay don't try to capitalize on somebody's death to make your fucking political statement all right that girl that girl just left behind three children bro whether that man got money or not, you can't replace that woman in his life. And them kids can't replace their fucking mama, bro. So keep your fucking political points to your fucking self sometimes. Let's operate with some fucking decorum. 
And this is what we want to talk about. Mainly people talk about women need to love themselves more. Black women need to love themselves. Hey, that, that ain't very pro-black, is it? Talking down on a motherfucker when they just fucking lost their life. Every every situation and opportunity, there ain't a time for you to post your fucking politics and your fucking opinion on the situation. If you ain't got nothing good to say, if you ain't got no condolences to leave, how about you zip your fucking lip, okay? That shit sad, bro. I'm I'm I was 30 years old when I lost my mom, and that shit was sad. Imagine these babies losing their fucking mama when they need her the most. Come on, man. Have some fucking self-respect, bro. That's a lack of self-respect, bro. If you can't respect somebody even in death, that's a lack of self-respect, bro. That's some that's some self-reflection that you need to do. That's not cool beans, bro. Tighten up. Tighten up. Uh, condolences to DC Youngfly and his family. Uh, pray for them babies. You know, all that good shit. Uh... I hope they maintain high spirits, even though I know it's hard. And if they don't maintain high spirits, that's all right. Grieve. Go through your grief. Because they ain't no easy shit. I ain't got to go through a situation to realize it ain't no easy thing to go through, man. That's some hard shit, bro. Condolences to the family. Uh, um, You know, we just seen the motherfucking wildfires in Canada right so uh, when that happened I was in where was I at I think I was either in Indiana I was in Kentucky I was in Kentucky so I'm in Kentucky reading about it I gotta head back to Baltimore and because I had a pickup in Baltimore, right? And I'm looking at it, the air quality is just getting worse and worse, right? As soon as I crossed over into Maryland, um, and Maryland, you know, a lot of what people think about when they think about Maryland is Baltimore um, and that DMV area. But if you go Western Maryland, it is a fucking beautiful state. I'm talking about beautiful. A lot of wildlife uh, conservation and stuff like that. A lot of green farmland. Beautiful fucking state. I'm riding around with my windows down. I'm like, damn, why my fucking... Why my throat itching? Why my eyes feel watery? I'm inhaling fucking smoke from Canada, bro. Which means that, you know, Mother Nature don't care about your borders, man. Mother Nature don't care about... You'll conceive territories. We all share the same air. Um, and people that were living close to that and had to go through uh, and had to live in hazardous health zones, hazardous air quality zones, are going to be affected by that. Now, it may not be nothing life-threatening. It may not be cancer or anything like that. But they might have shaved a few months off their life inhaling that smoke, man. It's just a fact. Um, but it's all cleared up now. Everything seems to be good, and that smoke will continue to travel. Um, I just seen a beautiful video of South African firefighters landing, singing. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful team. 
very beautiful thing um you see how the world will come together to help you know uh it's a good thing um but i hope that everybody is okay i hope didn't nobody you know suffer any harsh or severe consequences because of that um and that people were wearing their mask and doing their due diligence to keep themselves and others safe um I try to stay off of Twitter as much as I can, but man, um, Zion, bruh, old Zion Williamson, fat boy, <laughs> man, this dude, bruh, you know, he's definitely a bust. I don't want to care. I don't care what nobody say. Um, dude is a bust. You know what I mean? Because uh, this the only person I know with their own shoe that ain't played more than fucking 25 games in a three-year career. And then on top of that, man, you out here, man. They said point me to the sluts and Zion took that shit to heart. You hear me? Man, look, bro. That boy got a cold little situation on his hands where he done got a stripper pregnant and he got a a, a a porn star on his talk exposing his behavior talking about you didn't spit in my mouth and all that hey man look Zion sprinkle sprinkle <laughs> golly man look man you, you going out bad bro the boys is down bad boy the nba players is easy pickings for the freaks man i'm talking about i'm talking about if you trying to handle your business you trying to come up financially off a nigga with some money find an nba player because they about green as hell i wouldn't suggest going to no uh, nfl player you know them them nigga like to beat on women um nba definitely seems like the top prospect for the tricking yeah, you, you did what I'm saying. It's not. It's not a good look, brother. Man, I ain't saying you can't love the hoes, bro. I ain't saying, but bro, it's like, bro, you just giving away your money. You already not playing, bro. Damn, can we all be in agreement with that? This isn't the money well spent, my boy. Leave it, man. You out here, and then you you on the Snapchat. They always exposing you on Snapchat. You, how much would it take for you? You know what, bro? We seeing like the generation of porn addicts get money, bro. Cause Zion, a young fella, bro. He probably like what 23, 24 years old. So he grew up in in his prime of porn hub. Like it was always there. So we watching real porn addicts make these fantasies come true because Mariah Mills is a porn star. <laughs> I ain't gonna judge no man, though. That is what it is, bro. It's his pockets. He do what he wanna do, bro. Um, it's definitely a pickle. But I ain't gonna hold you, bro. I can't just go in here and see white men nutting on your face all day and night and then think I'm finna be cuffing you, baby. And that's just not that's just not how I'm hardwired. You know what I'm saying? Call me old fashioned. You hear me? <laughs> it's not a good look. It's terrible, bro. 
South Carolina got, but South Carolina got some explaining to do, bro. South Carolina got some explaining to do, because y'all got John and y'all got Zion. And both these niggas look green in hell. Going out sad. Sattery. Saturations. It's not a good look. But, you know, that is what it is, man. Um, I'm going, I, I didn't really have too, too much and nothing to talk about today. Um, you know, we, we just got to get to work in. You know what I mean? I ain't really been having my ear to the street like that. Um, but I am excited that everybody's responding well to, you know, the podcast clips. Uh, people are definitely tuning in more and people are getting more involved. And with that involvement, people are participating you feel me people have sent me some emails we do have some um questions from the listeners that i'm going to get into now and we also have a song that we're going to play at the end by my guy vz um so we're going to get off to these questions questions from the fans this is from swank sinatra Hope all is well. I know you're on the road a lot, but you seem to have a decent work-life balance. I work a lot of long hours and a bunch of overtime, and I was wondering how you managed to balance the two. Keep up the good work and love the pod. Well, thank you, Swank. Um, I would say this, man. This is The, the work-life balance thing is something that you're going to have to continually work at. Um, kids get older, so their needs change. People get older and their needs change. Um, and I would say as a man, you can't place all of your value on what you produce because your production is always done away from the house. You do a lot of production away from the house. What you got to do is start looking at what you're producing in the house. So take your vacation time. Take your sick time. Because you know you may feel guilty about it you may feel guilty but that's that's capitalism training you know that's that's the training of the capitalist to make you feel guilty for not working work at it talk to your partner see what their needs are see where they need you more at and what areas you could fill in more at um and just don't break don't bring your home your job home with you one thing I don't never do, no matter how much time I spend on the road, I do not take it home with me. Whatever's done in this truck, whatever's going on at this company, stays in this truck with this company. Um, and, you know, make time, you know, on your break, FaceTime, talk to your children, talk to your wife. Um, but always work at it and communicate. See what is needed. See where you're needed. And when you get home, put the phone down, you know. Um at least you know six hours at a time undivided attention needs to be going to your family um and to your old lady trust me you know you dad you you you're you you your partner's man so they understand that you working they understand that you're doing it to provide them a better life but there ain't enough money in the world that can make up for quality time um i'm missing out on a lot of my kids life life um on this road right 
but they FaceTime me and they keep me filled in. They tune me in and I FaceTime them. I talk to my wife all the time. Um, and also when I'm at home, I am at home. You dig what I'm saying? Um, I don't post barely at all when I'm at home unless, you know, everybody is in their quarters chilling and my wife taking a nap and I know that shit is cleaned up and the laundry in the machine and the baby chilling. And then I'll take some little me time while I'm at home. It ain't like you just got to completely forget about yourself. But at the same time, you have to communicate and see what everybody else's needs are and understand that what you're doing is appreciated. You know what I mean? Um, don't think that, you know, it, it's going to overlook the sacrifices that you're making because I can get in my head about that. But, you know, also express that always express always always express look you having a woman you dealing with a woman that you got a child with um you have seen the rawest parts of her and she done seen the rawest parts of you especially if y'all got a real relationship and y'all live together she just smelled your funk ass you done seen her you done seen a baby come out her body there shouldn't be much else to hide you know what i mean so if you feeling underappreciated or even unsure of if you're appreciated or not say that perfect example you can say this I'll tell you because I say this shit I've said it you say hey you know I know that I've been at work a lot and I've been away from home a lot and I just want y'all to know that when I'm away I'm thinking of you when I'm grinding, when I'm putting in this work, I'm doing it for y'all. And I want y'all to be aware of that and that it's not that I don't want to be present. It's because this is the way that I make money. And the money that I make, it goes directly back to the household to take care of everybody else's needs. And I don't want y'all to overlook that because sometimes I overlook that. Boom. You good to go. Communicate your feelings. There's nothing more manly than being able to express yourself. It's coward shit to not express yourself. It's coward shit to not be able to be in tune with your feelings and express those said feelings. I think we've been sold a toxic reality of uh, masculinity where you just hold everything in and you take it on the chin, pause, and you just die at 55 of a heart attack because you never express yourself. But also, bro, use your six day, sick days. Use your PTO. If you have to budget around a vacation, budget around the vacation. But don't ever think that the more work you put in is going to make up for the quality time that you can spend. When I leave off this road, I'm going to be home for a week and I ain't talking to my job and I might not talk to y'all like that. I got a concert to go to with my old lady and I got plans of shit to do with my kids and we're going around looking at houses. And we're going to go around and look at, look at some cars. So, um, Swank, I hope that answered your question. I appreciate your support on the pod. Always tapping in. And you always tap in on the live. So, much love to you, brother. This next um, question we have is from Develine Grant. Develine says, first, keep up the good work. You're doing great work when it comes to doing a podcast. Thank you. 
The second episode when you were going off on that rant was some of the funniest but real shit I've heard in a while and it's needed in the podcast space. Don't let up. Hey, man. Definitely and I appreciate that. I don't think y'all know how motivating uh, words like that are for me, man. It, it really means a lot because, you know, I'm still new to this and I still get doubtful. So I appreciate that. A topic I want you to touch out. A topic I want to hear your thoughts on is a topic I have also asked in my own pod, Truth Hit Different. Shameless plug, huh? Why can't black people work together like Hispanics or the Indian or other races of people? Why is there so much division between us? Okay. Develine, I think it's a great question. Um, I, I feel like the question is a little misguided. Comparison is the thief of joy. So, I think that a lot of times we overlook how much we do stick together in our communities. And for the most part, if you look back at our history, we've always stuck together. So, you have a a, a micro problem that becomes macro on the internet. Um, You get the gender wars, and there's definitely some very obvious tension and division between us. But, the Hispanics, the Indians, and these other races you talk about were not enslaved on this land. There's no history of their division. There's no history of their enslavement on this land. All of them come here to this land that we helped build, that was built off our sweat and blood and tears to enjoy the fruits. Okay? So there's no deliberate attack on the Mexican community. There's no deliberate attack on the Indian community or the Asian community. They come here as people of color and reap benefits that we ourselves are not allotted in the form of grants, in the form of um, tax exemption. And though those groups have their own struggles and though those groups deal with their own discrimination comparing them to us is just an unfair thing to do to yourself it's an injustice to yourself there is a deliberate and has been a deliberate attack on black people since we landed on this on on this turf on this land um and if you want to debate whether we were already here or not that's a topic for another day but i'll say this Jim Crow laws were designed specifically for black people. Slavery was an injustice done specifically to black people. Um, The crack epidemic was a specific act towards black people. COINTELPRO, specific attack on black people. There have been specific attacks on black people to keep us divided because our unity poses a major threat to this country. And I believe the 70s, um, I want to say it was J. Edgar Hoover, but I don't remember. I don't remember this fucking devil's name. Not right now off the top, but y'all know who I'm talking about. Said that the biggest threat to the security of the United States was black unity. Not Mexican unity, not Indian unity, not Asian unity, black unity. If that is the biggest threat 
to a country's security, then you better believe that there are going to be measures taken to keep that from happening. And it's up to us to understand what measures were taken. And it's also up to us to have empathy for each other, knowing that there are measures taken. You get black people that make great content, positive content, loving, funny content all day on the internet, especially on TikTok. What is the what is the shit that blows up? Niggas cooning around, eating watermelon, like a damn buck dancing and doing all that goof ass shit, and niggas talking bad about each other. That's what goes viral. Now, there are positive things that go viral, so we can't make it, you know, a, a one thing or another. Like, there, two things can be true at once. But, what is the most, the, most of the times, the most negative shit is what goes viral when it comes out of the black community. So, there very well may be podcasts or, um, you know, other races of people that talk bad about their people or about their women or they may have issues within their race white men deal with it and do it all the time when it comes to this alpha male podcast shit but there's no highlight on the division between white and white men and white women there's always a highlight about the division between us there's always a highlight on the violence in our neighborhood and the reason why those things are highlighted is for the sole purpose of keeping us divided so you do yourself an injustice when you look at other people and say, well, why do they got it together and we don't? We do got it together. We got it together as good as a fucking community under attack can have it. Okay? I know that there's outliers. I know that there's people that are going to be successful in spite of. I'm one of them. There's people that are going to get married to a black woman and have black kids in spite of. I'm one of them. But you got to look at the big picture and not take a negative stance on your people because that is just that's a that's a that's a reflection that that is reflecting back self-hatred. You're looking at oh the Mexicans can do it and the Indians can do it. No, 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 no. Look at the full picture. Let's not look through the microscope. Let's look through the macro. Let's look through the telescope. Let's see the big picture. Because if you look if you look on the microscope, you're always going to find problems. Um, but if you look at if you zoom out and look at the bigger picture and look at the history, then you will have empathy for your people. And you wouldn't do all this comparing shit. Hell, black people are the only people in this country that got to deal with other black people that don't fucking like them. We got to deal with diaspora wars and shit like that. It's a lot of shit. But then you look on the other side of it, there's a lot of unity between the diaspora too. It's just that the people that spew negativity voices are amplified. And that is for a reason. So you have to be a voice of inclusion. And you got to be a voice that speaks on the unity that we do have and not the, not the unity we don't. And that's all I got to say about that. Man. You know, keep, um, but I, Devilina, I appreciate your question. Um, and I, I ain't coming at you or nothing like that. 
But I am serious about what the fuck I'm saying. Um, and I want you to take that into account. Um, yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna do a shorty but goody today, man. Um, I ain't got no whole bunch for y'all, man. Uh, sometimes you just gotta get a pod under the belt. You know what I mean? Sometimes you gotta get in and get out. You feel me? Uh, I've been having a lot more going on. I've been having a um, I've been having to have a, a fucking laser-like focus because there are some priorities in my life that I need to take care of. But I just want to make sure that I'm being consistent and always tapping in with the people. Um, and you know that's something that I'm gonna do is just be consistent. You know, and I'm not going to sit here and be focused on, you know, every podcast got to be the one. This is the one where I knock it out the park. This is the one where I blow up and everybody listens to me. I ain't look. I ain't thinking about it. I, I'm in the act of compound interest right now. Compound interest. So a year from now when I'm still doing the pod, a month from now when I'm still doing the pod, three months from now, I won't think about this episode, but it'll be there. Oh, it'll be it'll be logged. Episode six will be logged. Um, and I, I'm just in a I'm in a very uplifted space. You know what I mean? I'm feeling real optimistic. I'm feeling real positive. You know, I'm feeling real abundant. You did. I, I, I'm not really trying to take in too much of the world right now. You know, I'm trying to enjoy this space that I'm in, this creative space that I'm in. Um, and and you know just stay focused on the task at hand i got a couple of things in front of me that are priority number one two and three and that's been taking up a lot of my mental space and though i may be a decent multitasker i'm not an expert multitasker um so when something is occupying my mental that's pretty much the space that i'm in and um regardless of how much I love y'all, some things deserve anonymity, you know? Um, and I'm going to keep some things to myself, you know? Um, but I did hear an interesting fact today, okay? Um, so, they said that when you do cocaine, um, there's a part of your brain like the same part of your brain that fires off dopamine i think it's called the hippocampus or whatever i'm not a fucking anatomy expert but whatever part of the brain it is it's the part of the brain that rewards you for completing a goal and when you do cocaine you get that satisfaction as if you've already completed the goal, which is why they say like, oh, this is a cokehead ass idea. It's because like you convince yourself that like you damn near thinking like a genius. Um, so you're when you're telling when you're saying ideas and when you're spouting off these ideas, no matter how crazy they could sound to like the person that's sober standing next to you, they will sound like genius ideas to you. And not only that, you will feel like you've already accomplished them.
Drugs are fucking crazy, bruh. Drugs are fucking crazy because you do that, right? And then you sober up and you realize you've accomplished nothing. And then you get back on the dope and feel like I've accomplished everything. That's why people always go back to the dope. I also listened to this other... I listened to this um, channel on YouTube... And it's just like a whole bunch of drug drug addicts or like trippy people, people that took like mushroom trips, acid trips, telling their account of that experience. And there was this, um, you know, rehabilitated crack addict on there. And he was saying that when he was smoking crack, he felt like a fucking genius. So he would go back to his apartment and he would be like, I don't really need this couch. I don't really need this lamp. I don't really need this TV. And he was selling all his shit for crack. But he was thinking that he's like fucking thinking outside the box. And that he's making like genius like moves. When in reality he's just selling all his shit to buy more crack to feed that feeling. Which is why like you can't reason with a crackhead. They think they're a fucking genius. And you can't, like, talk a cokehead down off a ladder because they think they're a fucking genius. They think that they've, they've accomplished, like, million-dollar ideas in their mind. Drugs are fucking trippy, tricky, bruh. It's weird that we would live on a planet which where, where those, thing, those chemicals can be compounded to, like, give you these reward systems like this. And, like, really hijack your reward system in a way where... While the while on the outside looking in, you are eroded in a way, but on the inside, you fucking are winning. I'm talking about you're fucking killing it. So don't do crack or cocaine, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna play this song uh, by artist. His name is That Guy Veezy. This is the Something Interlude. It's one of my favorite songs right now. I listen to it all the fucking time. It's on my playlist. Um, I appreciate you guys for tapping in, tuning into the pod. I hope that you guys are being well to others and being well to yourself. Um, I never know how to end these things. So, this is the Something Interlude by That Guy Beezy. Play another one. Worth letting go, baby But what you shown lately He got me thrown, baby You gave me bold statements That was some low maintenance That had me more waking You was just so faking Something Yeah Something gotta give before I give up Cause one thing I never want is messed up Assumptions just leave a nigga tripped up of your actions, this what you call passion, this what you call passion, I got you in your tactics, it's either that I pass it or I'm overreacting, yeah. why you always trying to take shots at my pride, I think that it's so tight, I'm not coming back, let's just leave it at that, matter, something, yeah, 
Something gotta give before I give up Cause one thing I never want is switched up Assumptions just leave a nigga tripped up Something Yeah Something gotta give before I give up Cause one thing I never want is switched up Assumptions just leave a nigga tripped up